Hello and welcome to this episode of Ruthless ST Radio. Mine, I am your host, Nick Burnell, and along with me this week, I have two very special guests. I have Tyler McManus and David Estes of Suicide Garage. Guys, how are you guys doing tonight? Great. Good. All right. Well, that is good to hear. So, Suicide Garage, for those that don't know, is a brand... Uh, I guess you'd call it a brand name by now. Uh, uh, in the Southwest Ohio area, that's that's where they're from. That's also where I'm from. Uh, that talks about uh, suicide prevention just in general. And instead of letting me explain what it is, I'm going to let them explain what it is. So guys, take it away. What's up, everybody? So we are basically um, we we like to refer to ourselves as like a lifestyle brand. Um, our main point is to showcase automotive greatness um, across all genres of Um And then our other main point is promoting positive mental health. Um, it's a pretty big issue these days, and there's a pretty large negative stigma on mental health and people who suffer from depression and anxiety and things like that. And we want to kind of work to alleviate that and show people that it's okay to talk about, you know, how you feel and that, you know, you're not crazy if you feel depressed or anything like that. Yeah, that is awesome. De definitely the, the automotive greatness part too, you know, there, there's, there's two sides to that. So there's, you know, there's the automotive greatness part, which, you know, a lot of us car guys can resonate with. And then the uh, the other side, the mental health awareness side that uh, is, is everybody can resonate with. Absolutely. So, so obviously you guys are car guys. You know, Tyler, I, I've seen your bike in person. It was quite lovely. <laughs> Thank but, you. But, you know, how did you guys get into the car hobby? Oh. You cut out on our end. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, <clears throat> I asked you guys, how did you guys get into the car hobby? So I, uh, growing up, my dad was always into cars. Um, he was into like a lot of muscle cars. I remember as a kid, he had a Fox body Mustang that he used to rip burnouts up and down the street in. Um, so that kind of sparked it for me. And then um, just moving on into my teenage years and stuff. Um, I started going to car meets, and I just kind of fell into a car group, um, and it all just kind of went from there. Yeah, mine's not quite as elaborate, but it's pretty much the same. I just have early memories of my grandpa. He passed away right when I was really young, but I remember always checking the oil, taking care of my mom's car, that type of thing. And once he was gone, I used to do that kind of stuff with my uncle, and then it just snowballed. You know, I feel like that's how a lot of guys get into cars. Yeah. Because, like, like my story, as far as the car hobby, you know, is, is pretty similar. You know, uh, always a daddy's boy. But, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, like like anything that my dad could, you know, occasionally rip a burnout in, heck, even the, the family truck with Chevy <laughs> one-wheel peel open diff. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh you know he ripped a burnout or maybe did some donuts in a parking lot and then 
you know, as I got older, you know, we we started a couple years ago is when we started autocrossing in our first Corvette. Right. Uh, or Well, Corvette that we bought for that purpose. Um, yeah. I definitely feel like, you know, as, as car people, like everyone pretty well has a memory of from, from when they were like maybe teens, early mid teens that just like kind of set it off. Like I remember I was like probably 16 years old and we were sitting in McDonald's parking lot, you know, as teenagers do. And there was a bagged S10 that pulled in and he aired out and like, man, I remember that that, like, I just, just, just the, the whoosh noise of the air going out and that kind of thing. Air ride and all that stuff. Yeah, I, I'm not into I'm not into air ride and stance. I'm more into function and how can I make this thing go around a corner a tenth faster or two tenths. For sure. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, and that's the thing about David and myself. Um, you know, we both are into like the stance scene and stuff, but everything interests us. I mean, I don't have like any like I, I love donks, I love drag cars, I love drift cars, like ridiculous just, hot wheel look alike. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I mean just everything is just, you know, it's all intriguing to me. See, I see, mean, I, I, I like when a person does a really nice really really elaborate nice build. Yeah. And yeah, in person I might say, man, that's a lot of chrome. But yeah. I'm looking at it and I'm like but to keep all that chrome clean. Yeah, for sure. To keep it so that your face, you know, looks back at you. That's a lot of work. Yeah. That also kind of falls into like the rat rod thing. Like everything on a rat rod, you've made it yourself. It's all handmade. It's not even necessarily car parts. That's that's right. a lot of work. And that amazes me. Yes. Yes. And, and you know, us us not to get too off topic here, but us living in Southwest Ohio. You know, we see a, a, a lot of everything from, oh, yeah, sure. from you know, the one side of the, the, the cheap Honda, uh, you know, the cheap Honda en- engine yeah. swap me segment to, you know, I've seen, you know, some of you may not know who this is, but, like, I've seen uh, David Ciccarelli's R8. Yeah, yep. You know, and, uh-huh. and, and it just the the spectrum and the wide range of builds you know you everything from an r8 to a dirt cheap honda that somebody buys for 500 bucks and swaps a motor in you know that's what i love 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 about the car hobby so so i kind of alluded to it a little bit but i i don't know i don't know what model bike your bike is tyler (laughs) <laughs> Would you please enlighten like, uh, us? It is a 2008 Harley Sportster. Um, the back of the frame's chopped off. Um, it really doesn't have that much done to it. Oh, but it's got enough to make it look nice. <laughs> but hack the back half of the frame off was really when it changed its form, I guess. So, so it's a, so it's a hardtail. No, it's not. It's it's cut from behind the rear shocks. Oh, okay. So basically, the frame behind the rear shocks, all yep. it does is hold up the rear fender. So it's it's basically just front and rear fender delete, and that's what like changed the whole look of it. Yeah, it looks good. With with the narrow with the narrow, what are those drag bars? 
Uh, no, they're uh, made by a company called Kinetic Motorcycles. Okay. They're, they're called lane splitters. They're like the skinniest bars that you can get. Okay. Okay. They used to have drag bars on it, but I switched to those probably two years ago. So what do you like better, the, the drag bars or the, the narrow jobbies? Um, I'd say the narrow jobbies as far as like looks wise, they're both <laughs> honestly really uncomfortable. But... <laughs> oh, a ride he'll change his mind a few times. I mean, hey, I'm a stance kid at heart, so looks over everything. <laughs> right, right. F- function for for me, it's a little more function over form. But right. hey, it, I mean, if if for some reason the stance would make it function better, I'd be all over it. Yeah. But it's but that. like like static static stance I can do, when it's driving down the road and it's all cambered out and stuff I, I'm like that that's yeah. probably that probably rides like crap, <laughs> probably oh the the maintenance costs on all them tires oh my god. <laughs> David, what about you? Well, currently I'm still building the cruise 2015 chevy cruise bought it brand new i was trying to be absolutely different from everybody else but it seems like it's sprung around me i've gathered more people well i mean but, the the older cruises were a pretty nice little platform they were uh what the 2-2 ecotech car right uh 1-4 uh the comes in the uh the european models we don't get the good stuff here <laughs> we never <laughs> I, I feel the pain as an ST owner. We don't get because Ford decided to stop making cars here. We actually don't get the new Focus ST, and I'm kind of sad about that because now that leaves it, it kind of in my segment of of cars. So again, as if it hasn't been hammered in enough on this podcast for those that don't know, <laughs> I drive a Performance Blue, uh, 2014 Ford Focus ST. ST3, so it has all the options on it, the Recaros, the sunroof, the, the everything. Um, and Ford decided, yeah, we're going to stop making cars in North America and focus on trucks and SUVs and EVs. Uh, but we'll, we'll still make the Mustang. And I'm thinking, <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking, okay, well, at least you still have a car. I mean, it doesn't really compete with the Corvette. It might compete with the Challenger, but eh. <laughs> so, so in my segment, all that's left is pretty much the GTI. <laughs> yeah, true. Because because Chevy doesn't the cru- the cruise hatch just isn't it doesn't do it for me. They messed up when they cut off the Sonic. The yes. Sonic had potential. That's yes. the same motor my car has. It's like there's people that make parts, they make bigger turbos, they make everything. But the support from like GM just isn't there. I, something tells me that GM doesn't have a habit yeah. of of liking small piddly little cars. <laughs> like the Sonic would be a perfect like focus rival. Rival. It, it, it'd be more of a Fiesta yeah. rival. Yeah. Because it's yeah. smaller. But yeah, I mean, it would rival both. It would, but it would be more of a Fiesta competitor because it's smaller, and the Fiesta is the smaller focus. And according, depending on who you ask, it, the Fiesta also is maybe the better focus, but <laughs> I needed the back seat. And I'm a pretty tall dude, so I wouldn't have fit in a Fiesta. 
get them together one time. Yeah. Let's experience the monster fiesta we have up here. Yeah, there's a um there's a guy that actually that I work with, but he's on third shift that has a Fiesta ST with uh all of the the Vega he has a wing extension and the splitter and full bolt on car and it's a really nice car. I wish yeah, he would got, come out and race it, but he doesn't want to. We got one up here. He just bought I don't remember the brand, but some big old turbo for it. Yummy. Should be pretty rowdy. Yummy. <laughs> I've ridden it in stock and I've ridden in it whatever he's done to it is like a completely different car night and day. Yeah, doing doing big turbo because you have to do all the supporting mods to go with a bigger turbo. It it does. It turns that car Honestly, it turns that car on a lot, but if you if, like if you were to take that full bolt-on bigger turbo built car basically to an autocross, you'd end up in like a mod class with stripped out civics and that's no fun for anybody. Yeah. Right. But so that kind of that kind of covers that. So I want to know, how did Suicide Garage come to be? So I've been doing photography for probably almost 10 years now. Uh, I bought my first camera and I was very like on and off about it for probably the first eight years. You know, I'd pick it up every day for a month and then I wouldn't touch it for two or three months. Um, and then I'd say probably two years ago, uh, I started using it quite a bit. And I started to really get into it. Um, and I always like, I always loved the format of a blog because I love writing, uh, and you know that was the perfect format for me to uh, combine the two and really just have it all in like an overall like portfolio almost. Um, so I had that idea probably two or three years ago, and I honestly just like downed myself and wouldn't allow myself to do it. I was just very critical of myself. Um, and then finally one day I was like, you know what, let's do it. And I had never built a website before, never done any of that. <laughs> and I just kind of figured it out, built the website. And uh, I wanted to kind of put a little bit of a spin on it. And I, I feel like it's especially true in the car scene. I feel like there's a lot of people that struggle with mental health. I feel like cars are such a huge outlet for so many people to deal with their problems in life. I would agree with that. To connect the two and uh, just put like add positivity back into the car scene. You know, we all know there's a lot of negativity, and I don't like to focus on that. And you know, there, everyone there has is, that. there is entirely but, too much negativity in the car scene. Absolutely. Well, like, I just. And everyone, keep in mind, some of these topics are a little heavy. Yeah. Uh, we're going to keep it clean, but some of these topics that we're going to discuss, you know, some of these stories we might tell might be a little heavy. And, yeah. you know, but the point of, of what Suicide Garage, you know, Tyler and David, and what I try and do is to explain anybody can do it. Yeah. You know, set your mind to it, set it as a goal, and anybody can do it. You know, um, 
this is a clean podcast, so pardon the French. Fuck the haters. Absolutely. <laughs> you know. Um, and that's what, I mean, with, with starting this, I put so much emphasis on, like, what other people would think and how they would judge it that it made me take two years to talk myself into saying, you know, their opinion doesn't matter. Like, I mean, I started this for myself and the fact that like people have been interested in it and like dig the idea and the message behind it. Um, it just, it means the world to me. And, um, probably six months ago or so, um, I work full time. I have three kids. I have a lot going on in my life and I really wanted to keep the momentum going. And David's been a good friend of mine for a long time. Uh, he shot a lot of, he, he co-shot um, Noah's feature, if you've been on the site. Um, he co-shot that with me, did a fantastic job. He's a he's a great photographer, and he's really good at writing as well. Yeah, all your um, guys' pictures are completely awesome, by the way. Thank you. Completely, Thanks. completely, you know, I read or, you know, try to read every article, but a lot of time – I'll have to go back and reread it because I always get distracted <laughs> by the pictures. Oh. But, you know. The, David's the, done a wonderful job, so I'm glad, glad to have him. But, you know, that, that kind of brings into, you know, why my brand is what it is. Um, I, I don't know. I think I've told. I don't think I've told the full story and, and of course the the full you know meat and potatoes of the story will be uh on my motivational monday but so keep an eye out for that everyone else <laughs> um but the reason you know my branding is what it is is because uh i had a pretty good friend of mine a couple years ago right around the time i bought my car actually uh, the car that i i drive uh, and well, obviously I drive it, but <laughs> the 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 car that I that I race, I guess will be will be more specific. Um, it was right around that time, and I had just talked to this girl a week before I heard that she had ended her own life, and I'm like, well, when I talked to her, I didn't, she didn't indicate to me that anything was wrong, and and, and that kind of, you know, it resonates with you and, and yeah. so so her nickname was actually ruthless so uh, that's okay. that's how all this came to be i said you know what we're gonna call my car ruthless and then that kind of blossomed into well this is now my my whole brand and basically the the reason i do what i do is because i want to try and because she was always and granted you know she moved away after elementary school, but we still talked on occasion, and she was always a, a, a big supporter of whatever I did. Right. So this is kind of my my way to give back. Yeah. You know, the whole, the whole reason I, I started this series that I'm doing, this is the first episode in a series that I'm doing, uh, that because of the pandemic, uh, I'm, I'm bringing in local brands and... Uh, having having them you know sit down and and have a conversation much like we're doing right now yeah very <laughs> much. oh no problem no problem but, but yeah back 
to what you were saying about her, I feel like that's, you know, a big part of our message is that, you know, you said that, uh, you know, she seemed very much okay. And that's what, you know, so many people, like, you, you just never know what people are dealing with. Right. And so that's kind of a big part of our message, too, is, like, just be nice to people, <laughs> you know? Yes. I mean, it doesn't well, cost just be, yeah. be a good person. You know, and I laugh at this more than anything else, but I actually stopped going to car meets in Springfield this year because yeah. last year, last year, actually it was Labor Day weekend. Um, you know, I got, and, and granted, you know, the Springfield car scene is not great. It's, <laughs> it's mostly... You know, they're all car guys, but yeah. they are, we'll call them the wrong kind of car guys that maybe shoot a little above their britches. Yeah. Um, and, and I, you know, I'm full disclosure, I'm still making payments on my car, like most everyone. Right. Same. The bank currently owns my vehicle. Um, they, they just let me drive it for a, a nominal <laughs> fee per month for five years till i pay it off i never understood that argument well and i still don't understand that argument and they still bring it up to me i know and it's like okay um and and then like like um the only place that car goes now for drivetrain work is uh rc enterprises in northampton i take it up to frank yep um and, and and they always they're like, well you 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 take it to a dealer when when I could just work on it myself and I'm thinking, if I really wanted to crawl under the thing I to change the oil I could do it myself. I mean I you know what <laughs> I've been doing this since I was like 16 17 years old I'm 28 now like there are things that I just don't want to do anymore. Exactly exactly. I mean I or, or I don't have the tools to do it like. Like I'm gonna have them flush the trans fluid and flush yeah. and replace my brake fluid. I don't. I can change brake fluid. That's easy to do. I don't right. have the tools to completely flush the system. That's what I mean. I you know I've I've done motor swaps and changed enough suspension component. I mean I just I it's see that it's suspension a, suspension I don't <laughs> mind changing as long as it's fairly easy to change. Um. To, to give you an example, my dad and I have done two, at this point, uh, Corvette suspension swaps. Yeah. We've taken the dampers out and put new dampers in. We're going to end up probably relatively soon here doing a third. <laughs> so it, it's not like I don't know how to work on my own car. It's I choose not right. to because I don't feel like crawling. And I have a quick jack that I can jack the car up and, and do whatever. Man, you're living. Yeah, well, the benefits <laughs> of living at home. Let's put it that way. The benefits of living at home. Um, but but you know, I again, I have the means. Do I really want to crawl under and waste my time filling my car with oil when I could just have it done in about 15 minutes? Not really. And I'm supporting a local business. I don't see a problem. Yeah, I, that's that's the thing. I mean, people just worry so much about what other people are doing. <laughs> Static sense in here. I can't take my 
place to borrow a change. I have to do it myself. <laughs> Lifts won't. Oh, for your um, for your cruise. Yep, too low. Nothing, nothing fits. Ooh, I mean alignments are super fun. <laughs> oh, I bet, I bet, I bet, I bet. See, finding I someone that'll do an alignment on it's super fun. Uh, you find your plugs and you stick with them. I got smarter and went air ride. Stamp <laughs> game and blew through like four oil pans and it loses its like fun times after so long. <laughs> oh yes, oh yes. Hey, we're going on year four and we're still on the same oil pan. We'll pick it. Yeah. There you go. Well, that's because it, it stands when you want it and not when exactly. you don't. <laughs> hey, I read super low in my BMW. <laughs> So, how do you think, kind of circling back, how do you think the car hobby helps people cope with whatever it is they might be going through? To me, it's like an escape. Like, maybe I'm having a bad day, so I'll go do something in the garage, or I'll go take pictures of cars, I'll go do car meets, just something to not think about whatever it is that's messing with me. See for me that's for me that's going on a cruise. Yeah, for Just sure. Just rolling exactly. the windows down, blasting the radio. Granted, there's no really good roads around here, but I, I know of a couple different spots. You're not too far off from Zanesville. Uh, you were talking about Taylor Dragon earlier. Go take the triple nickel down once or twice. It's fun. You know, I haven't done that. My dad has done the triple nickel on his motorcycle, but I have not done the triple nickel yet. I I've done do it. That. Three times in the car on three different stages of suspension setups, and it's been a blast every time. I've gone faster every time. It's, it's a blast. <laughs> it's, so it's so you know you mentioned that right. So the so Sunday, um, we were we were gonna we were doing the Cherahala. We were gonna go down the Dragon, and it was kind of on our way home, but we had to go back to camp to, to put the bike in the trailer. Right. So. He sends me out on the Skyway first, and as long as you don't see any cops, it doesn't really matter. So here I am just blasting down the Cherahala. I'm looking down at my Speedo. I'm doing 80 in sections. I'm like, ooh. But he was like, oh, I'll catch up. And I keep looking back. I keep looking back, and he's not catching up. So I, I slow down. I pull off the road. In, in one of the, the overlooks, because I'm like, eh, I better let him catch up. Apparently, I'm really far ahead. And I got out of my car, and I waved him in so he didn't blow by me. And he wasn't even off the bike yet, and he's like, you need to effing slow down. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Loud and clear. Okay. <laughs> so, but, but, and that's kind of the nice thing. So, you know, the, the Skyway and the Dragon can be enjoyed at almost any speed, but... About 60 miles an hour is the sweet spot on on the, the Skyway, by the way. Because that way you nice. can actually look and see things. I'd say the, the, the nickel's about the same way. I've done it at like 75 in sections. And it, you, you just don't know what's next, and it gets scary right. sometimes. Yeah, it does kind of get – it does uh, – the roads that we're going to take on our drive, if you go that fast, is going to be sketch. And you might end up off the road in a ditch because there's no guardrails. So you'll end up in a tree. I mean, 
<laughs> that's all i'm gonna say <laughs> yeah well so so 60 miles an hour there on the straights for about two seconds is gonna be the sweet spot but um but anyways but yeah i agree you know anything in the garage heck i even detailed my car for a dang week and it kept yeah. my mind off of a lot of things did a full two stage on it uh earlier this year nice um yeah i mean i just feel like it's it's a big like just moment of clarity really you know you go and you see awesome things and you just can't help but to smile and like you guys said with you know even just going on a cruise it's just getting away from all the hectic lives that we all have um, and just being able to kind of take a breath um i think that really helps Yeah, I I agree. You know, a- any way to escape the 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 kind of the kind of and again, pardon the French, but the the shit that you're dealing with. Yeah. And, and you know, it could be anything, really. I mean, it could be, you know, if you're if you're that young like I was, it could be anything from, you know, the high school drama BS because I was I was. And I guess I still kind of am, right? Like I've been bullied all my life, yeah. you know, uh, for one th- for one thing or another. It's kind of annoying at this point. But again, that's why I stopped going to car meets in Springfield because I don't like the negativity. Yeah, <laughs> the negativity has no place in the car scene, in my opinion. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I just you know, <clears throat> I feel very strongly that you know, we're all in it for the reason to escape from, you know, our lives and it's fun. And, you know, the, the little sense of adrenaline that we all get, you know, even being a stance kid, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, just ripping a car around or like seeing a car do a gnarly pull or go around a track or anything. I mean, you know, and that and that's kind of why I started this was for that same reason. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I guess we gotta kind of look into the future a little bit with this next one. Say, I don't know, arbitrary number. Say five years from now, where do you see Suicide Garage going? I want to host some shows. Yeah. That's, that's, I think, a big goal of ours. Um, I mean, we're not, like, neither one of us are in this to, like, quit our jobs, you know? Like, we oh, very sure. much know, like, this has always been a passion project for me, and that was, like, a big reason on why I was so comfortable bringing David on, because, like, we're very much so, like like-minded in that sense. Like, neither one of us are prepared to quit our jobs to do this as an everyday thing. Right. Uh, yeah, this is um, a hobby. This isn't this isn't replace my income. That's yeah. that's too much stress. So I so mean, I, you know, I I definitely want to just continue to grow and I want to give other people the opportunity to tell their stories. That's a big thing that um, has really gotten a lot of popularity is just being able to read other people's stories. I mean, that's why that's why I came to know you yeah <laughs> reading everybody's that, stuff i think that really helps a lot of people uh, i mean I, I feel like every time we do 
um, every time we publish someone's story, I get, you know, quite a few messages from people that it just like really resonated with them. Yeah. Just, I mean, I don't, I, I don't want to do this for recognition. I don't want, I don't want my name like synonymous Blastered with Suicide everywhere. Garage. I just, yeah. I mean, I just want it to be Suicide Garage and the overall message of just cars are awesome and we all struggle, um, but we can all work to that happy life that we all want to have. I very much look forward to like, kind of like what happened the other day. Somebody posted a picture of their back window with the I'm so glad you're here sticker on it. I saw that. I saw you guys uh, repost that. Yeah, and the lady was like, oh, thank you. Like, it it really changed her whole day. And that's, I want to see that kind of stuff all on everything. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think for me, you know, like you guys said, this isn't, at least right now, if it gets there, it gets there. Great. I'd love right. to work for myself. That'd be awesome. Yeah. You know, if it gets there, great. If not, I do this as a hobby. You know, I I looked at my analytics before we started recording, and this is uh, the 29th of May. My uh-huh. last episode had six, seven plays as of when we recorded this. And keep in mind, guys, we're recording this on the off week of release. So yeah. So this is the 29th of May. This isn't actually going to go out until the uh, 8th of June, I believe. Uh, yes, it won't go out till the 8th of June. So you'll you guys will be seeing this on the 8th of June, but we're recording it now because well, that's when everybody was available. So we're doing it now. That's the benefit of doing these biweekly guest appearance shows on a bi-weekly schedule that's what makes it nice but anyways so you know i don't expect this to make me any money i don't yeah i i just don't it's just not gonna happen but because my expectations are so low you know when it gets up there and it you know it gets all nice and good and everybody's rocking and rolling if i make money off of it I'm, i'm not gonna be i'm not gonna be hating it obviously Right. You know, you know, the whole reason that we even, we do have a merch line, shameless plug. You can find it on suicide. Oh no, go ahead. Go plug yourself, plug yourself (laughs) all you want. That's what this is for. (laughs) But you know, I don't, I mean, no offense to anybody else, but like, I'm not going to come out and like put a hoodie out and charge $70 for it. Like my, it's not my goal to like live off of this, you know? Right. It's not mine. I mean, it just, you know, it it takes a lot of time and I enjoy it thoroughly. I I need to go visit the suicidegarage.co store (laughs) and get one or two things for myself. But that's beside the point. (laughs) Yeah, it's, uh, I guess we'll go ahead and do the shameless plug. (laughs) Yeah, well, I mean,. Our website is suicidegarage.com, and then uh, our social media is suicidegarage.co. Um, we have, as everyone else, uh, been struggling a little bit with everything that's going on. It's hard to get out and create content, but things are opening back up. Um, I know there's a drift event that we'll be shooting um, in the middle of June, so that'll be a lot of fun. That's down at Killcare, right? Yeah. Yeah, because I know, because um, 
and I don't know why. This is my open criticism to the SCCA. They were gonna go. They were gonna start at Kilcarry this weekend. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But then that got canceled. Well, it got canceled because even though Kilcarry opened, uh, which for those that don't know, that's the local tr- track drag strip thing, because that it's a thing now. It's not. I wouldn't yeah. call it a speedway anymore. It's a thing. It's one of right. the only things left. Um, yeah. So even though Kilcarry opened, they're like, well, we we don't want – and I'm like, that's what we need an alternate site for. But, of course, then you run into – and this is my downer on the car scene in this area. And then you run into trying to find another site, but nobody wants to try and give you a site even though you're licensed and insured and all this, that, and the other. Because of, and I'm just going to go out and say it, groups like Dayton Takeover. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I get, I got giggles. Yeah, that was the point. But anyways, back back to the, back to on topic. Yeah, um, those are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> back to the topic at hand. Well, actually, I guess that kind of brings us to the next question, you know. Where do you where do you think the car community in our area is going, and how would Suicide Garage fit into that? So you know, as as we talked about, there's so much negativity in the car scene, uh, and I really don't like focusing on that. Mark I don't. Off. I don't like uh, giving Mark any off. of the negative people or groups or meets attention. Because they get enough on their off. own. Mike, uh, feedback and on. I don't want us to be associated with that. Oh, uh, I completely agree. I mean, you know, I I was, I I feel so old now, but you know, I was seventeen, <laughs> eighteen in the car scene once too, and I get it. But at the same time, um, there's been a lot of things that have been ruined. Yeah. Um, so we can't find a spot to do anything anymore. Uh, yeah, the, the Dayton area is, as everyone else puts it, pretty burned. Yeah. I mean, we had, how long did we do Sam's? Like, forever? And I'm pretty sure they ruined it on the off-season part. Since 2009. And I heard group... about those. I heard those were fantastic meets. They were. Um, so that started in... I want to say 2009, there was a group called Street Concepts, and they were out of Troy. And that was, like, the first, like, car group that I ever, like, really hung out with. Yeah. Um, did they morph like, into, I guess that, did they ever morph into, like, Prestige, which is out of Troy now? No. There's, <clears throat> it was, like, a pretty small group. It was, like, probably a group of, like, eight or nine friends and they just they literally had meets at hobart arena every night that's actually where i'm going tomorrow for the prestige meet oh yeah <laughs> and then there was, you know kind of my group of friends who a couple of them were mutual friends with them so we would go to hobart almost every night and we were all from like the ingle yeah that's a that's a that's a, a meet by a little bit of a yeah that's a little bit of a trek for you guys yeah it's probably 20 25 minutes yeah, that um, that's about for me, Troy is about about a half hour ish. 
I actually work in Troy, so. <laughs> oh, well, there you go. Um, but yeah, so we, we just wanted somewhere closer to us to have meets. Um, and then there's another group, Dayton Mini Trucks, that used to hold meets at uh, Sam's Club, and they never had any issues. So miss them so much. Suggested <laughs> that, and, you know, it just kind of took off from there. And I mean, that, that meet's literally been around for like 10 years. I was still in high school. I graduated in 2010. So. Yeah. Yeah, I graduated in 2013, and <laughs> yeah. So, you know, there on the on the positive side of things, there are so many incredible builds that nobody even knows about. Yeah, um, no, I agree. I mean, even you know, you go to Cars and Coffee, and it's crazy the amount of cars that you've yes. just never seen. Yes. And the cool thing is, right, so when you're out and about, you never see any of these cars that come to, like, Cars and Coffee. Never. Right. And then you go to Cars and Coffee, and you're like, what? That's in Dayton? What? Yeah. And that's, that's, <laughs> that's really where, like, the automotive greatness part of Suicide Garage comes in, because there's so many incredible cars, and there's so many incredible stories behind those cars because, you know, we live in a day and age where social media is king and you know, yes. there are a lot of people that just chase the clout from the Internet. Yeah, I don't uh, do that. I don't know if you really noticed. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, there are so many people that, like, have such rad cars that just, like, never post. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't yeah. know. And then, <laughs> and then there's the guys that, that want the clout that post their shouty cars and it's like you might want to tone it down just a little bit yeah but i mean that's just kind of we we want to share and that's something that we've talked about me and david um we really want to do a lot of features this year on just cars that like nobody's ever seen or like you know you don't see blasted all over the internet all the time yeah uh, i will definitely be watching for those with that said if anybody listening has anything, send us a message. Yeah, feel free to send <laughs> us a message on uh, Facebook or Instagram or anything like that. We'll reasonably trouble. <laughs> we'll, we'll travel for good content. Events <laughs> here. Uh, shout out to Drift Indie. They've really been a pretty awesome home for us uh, as far as getting out on track. And I know we've talked about coming and shooting some autocross events. And yeah, really no. Be, want to get into my guest. Different, different styles of things and i mean there's such a vast community um you know from drifting to drag racing to autocross to you know time attack and all that stuff it's just everything is so different and we just really want to showcase you know everything that you know is out there really wheels and motors is all that has them yeah and bikes. I really like bikes, so. <laughs> I mean, we've done uh, Garage Brood two years in a row now. Yeah. Nice. Sure, we'll be shooting at Boulder tomorrow for their open house. Yeah. That is awesome. Yeah, I. So, so my, I'm a little more geared towards like circuit track and and things with corners. Yeah. Of course. Uh, but you know, I'll go watch a drift event i won't necessarily know what's going on but I'll right go watch and it. That's, you know, I, 
I will be clueless when I come to your autocross event. <laughs> That's what you got me for. It, it, right. I mean, it's just, it's still interesting to us. And I feel like a lot of people are the same way, especially with like motorsports, you know, aside from like, you know, the typical like streetcar builds and, you know, all that. Like everything is so vastly different. And uh, it's just something that's very interesting. And I'm really excited to kind of get out and be able to see all different forms of motorsports. Yeah, that'll be fun. What's going on is more of a challenge. Like when we were in DU last year, I oh, couldn't yeah. hear the announcement. I don't know what round we were on. I don't know who was winning. I don't know the score. Yeah. I don't know nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that they're just, and that's kind of the thing. So there's, in the, say, the sport of autocross, right? Mm-hmm. There are different levels. And it, it, there's different levels of club organization, and then there's different, obviously different levels of racing, and then to compound onto that, there's different levels of track design. That's the nice thing about autocross. The track, is, unless you go to Killcare, you're locked in <laughs> one or two layouts at Killcare. Yeah. But generally, when you go to an autocross, and this is why I like autocross so much, well, I like it for two reasons. A, it's cheap, and B, this one. Uh, is that the track always changes. It is never the same. The only yeah. way it might be the same is if you're doing a, a doubleheader at the same venue, and in which case mm-hmm. it's still different because the next day, usually, it's not always like this, like uh, the, the Drive Auto X events, that the two that I'm going to this year, uh, they stay the same over both days, but... Most doubleheader events will, on one day, the track will be a certain way, and then the next day, they'll flip where the start and finish is. So, where the start was on the first day will be where the finish is, and where the the finish was on the first day will be where the start is the next. So, that will change the track characteristics because, well, now you're doing it in reverse. Yeah, and that's what Drift Indy does. Pretty similar to that, where if it's a two-day event, they'll either flip the track or they'll like change the whole layout. Yeah, and it just makes it more interesting to watch. I'm what, sure it makes it more interesting to drive. Three or four different layouts last year. Yeah, I mean, obviously, there's only so many things that you can do, but right, right. There's only there's only for autocross. There's only so many places where you can put Chicago boxes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but. Well, guys, uh, this was a fantastic uh, conversation that we had. Absolutely. Um, and, you know, maybe maybe we'll get together a little later in the season. Uh, and definitely, if you guys want to either A, come with, or B, come with and attach the Suicide Grudge name to the rally, you're more than welcome to do so. Just let me know. And, For sure. Uh, and we'll go have some fun. You know, this first uh-huh. event, I'm looking for 15 to 20 cars. The the campground that I'm looking at, that probably is a, is a almost pushing it as far as group size. But if I can get that or lower, I already know where we're going. I already know where we're staying. I already know yep. how much, roughly how much it's going to cost. So that won't be too bad. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. We'll, we'll 
we'll have to stay in touch about that. For sure. Well, guys, this has been a great episode. Uh, thank you for coming. Thank you for having us. It's been um, a pleasure. No problem. And we will get together soon. And this has been episode four of Ruthless ST Radio. Y'all have a good night. <laughs>